0: You'd be proud of
1: this game, and you can do a great deal
0: for football today. Great deal for all the players in the league and everything else. Oh, I see him looking. I'm closing. Ah! I was born in it. Molded it. Yeah, so They said they got to wake up with a piss out. You talking about Rasul? Mercedes Lewis here, aka Big Dog. Big Dog, Big Dog, Big Dog. And you listening to the Poor Man's Packers Podcast. Go back go. Good night, man. I'm so
1: excited. Let's wrong. let Hello and welcome to another edition of the Poor Man's Packers Podcast. The Wolf Packers podcast in the state of our minds. I am Spencer joined. He's back. I'm back. Everyone was waiting for him. Andrew, you are back. The
0: long-awaited return. Yes. You know.
1: Yes, the uh, thousands and millions of fans around the country yes. were begging for you to
0: return. And I'm
1: here. And it could be, uh, you know, a bad thing to have you back because you were gone last week. And what happened? Yeah, we won. The Green Bay Packers won 28-31 at Lambeau at the... I don't know. Are you feeling
0: better about the season now, Andrew? You know, I, <laughs> I've always said that I'm feeling great about the season or like mm. we're I've always like oh we're just about to turn it around I
1: guess we haven't talked since losing so, through the so and that's
0: the thing I, I'm glad I wasn't here last week because yes. Me I would have been fucking mad at yeah. the loss and just like sad I was like I was like season's over Yes. I was like, we're going to this game. We're not even have a chance for playoffs. Like, it just fucking sucks.
1: Yeah. And after last week, as I said, you know, going into the Lions game, we had to win this. And you were like, well, you said that about the Commanders game. And I was like, I was going to say, well, if we lose to the Lions, it's more, it's more so you're assuming we lose to the Cowboys. And the fact we went one and one. Right,
0: because right. we were gonna lose the Cowboy game no matter what. When we had to beat the Maybe. Lions, not no Maybe. matter what, but you know, yeah, when we had it, yes, exactly, and th- and that's why I was like, okay, season's over, because we were gonna lose this game.
1: Yes, and more than anything, this was one of those games. It it's one of the it's one of the best Packer games I can remember in the Lafleur era. Last year we had the Niners game, nice come from behind victory. We had a couple nice little fun ones along the way, but once again, this is why I fucking love football are weeks like this backs up against the wall we're fucking what were we three and six yeah three and six going into this game yep rogers going up against his old head coach mike mccarthy we know it's not the best blood there i still think mike mccarthy you know left under not the best we had to fire him wasn't great but just the fucking dramatics going through this game alone where rogers fumbles we think it's over amari fumbles we think the season's over What we get to the Christian Watson play that literally changes the season. If we don't convert that fourth down, the season literally is over. We get to close to overtime. We have Mike McCarthy in overtime, having his offense drive down the field on a fourth and four. He was always conservative with the Packers, especially you remember 2014, the NFC championship game. Yet he goes for it on fourth down against the Packers. Don't convert. We see McCarthy slam his headset. I love football. Once again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It is soap opera for men. And once again, this game was the perfect summary of that. The
0: perfect soap opera. I called my dad. I called my dad (laughs) when they went for it. I was like, McCarthy doesn't do this. Like, what is he doing? You know, but but to your point of loving football. Yeah, but this game specifically, it was like that whole last 30 minutes of watch time was like, this is the best game. I've been excited because it means it's not only is it our playoffs, but yeah. is it a come from behind win against an old, you know, against an old coach. It was just so fucking cool. Again, the Cowboys were like, I forgot what the actual number was,
1: but it was like 180 something and zero in uh entering the fourth quarter up 14 points. Yeah. And of course the game where they blow it is McCarthy versus Rodgers
0: when everything's on the line, blah, blah, blah. Did you already say how he threw his headset? Yes. I loved that. loved watching reminiscent
1: of you know he's had some other sideline things brought me back to the cardinals loss in the playoffs where he fell to his knees in overtime but yes either way very fun i love football i love the drama and we're not dead yet but not dead yet this episode it should be more i've thought of that too like putting shit together it's like man these are a lot easier when it's not a loss (laughs) having to talk about it's been a bit right yes it's been a bit but yeah we'll have the normal episode we'll have our linden lake brewing pick six of the week the six plays that shaped the game we'll have our offense breakdown defense breakdown we'll have take news talking about you know there's a couple of quotes after the game um from aaron Rodgers. so we'll talk about his leadership uh and some of the stupid reports going on about him losing the locker room or whatever we'll have is Colin idiots an idiot what? some packers trivia and we will of course preview the titans game which you and i will be going to we will be and nope, 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 nope. I am very excited to go. There you go. Good job. Good job, Andrew. <laughs> yes, thank and you. And with that, we will have pick six. Pick six. Pick
0: six. Pick six.
1: Yeah! All right. Our first Lynn Lake Brewing Pick Six uh, play of the week. You you weren't uh, there last week, but Billy and I did go to Lynn Lake for the Lions game. Oh, yeah. So we've had some bad mojo, but God, again, I wish we would win the games that we go there because, again, it was a perfect atmosphere to watch the packer game no idiots nice no one yelling over even the TV. you behaved this even time me. yeah i didn't i didn't talk shit about nice. people standing for the uh-huh. british pledge of allegiance or whatever the hell it was for the giants game but yes uh lynn lake brewing in uptown minneapolis if you're looking for a place to drink some beer or just watch the packer game on sundays or thursdays or mondays head there anyways the first pick six play of the game obviously not too hard to come up with these are going to be but the first rudy ford pick pretty big big play. Rodgers had just fumbled. It's already 7-0, and on third down, Rudy Ford, who, um, you know, filling in for Darnell Savage, they kind of did the swap in this game. We signed Jonathan Abram last week, so we had a little bit more depth. At least that is what Mike or, uh, what Joe Barry's going with for why the situation, why the substitution happened. But Rudy Ford jumps in front of the ball, returns it to the 35, um, and that drive led to the first Christian Watson touchdown, making it seven-seven. But that turn But you would was say it was a
0: 10-point swing, right? Because they were in the red zone. Minimum, yes. Right. It was probably a minimum 10-point swing. swing. But yes, right.
1: either way, getting that stop in the red zone, which has happened a lot the last couple of weeks for the Packers. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good to see that. Uh, moving on. The second pick six play, guess what? Just happens to be the next Rudy Ford INT tie game. It was third and ten on the 45. For whatever reason, once again, Dak just loves throwing picks. Doesn't play too well against uh, the Green Bay Packers. Throws another pick, and Rudy Ford returns it to the Cowboy twenty-three yard line. This ended that drive ended for the Packers with the Aaron Jones touchdown. But once again, we've had this kind of bugaboo over the team for the last few years too, where we were not great on scoring after turnovers, especially the twenty twenty. NFC championship game where Brady just kept giving the defense the ball. Yeah. I don't think we had any points off of those turnovers. But once again, in a game that mattered, we were able to convert these turnovers into points, which was very nice to see. Also, that Aaron Jones touchdown was pretty cool as well. Oh, it was nice. He was excited, you know, to jump in the end zone with that little twirl. Yes. Every uh we'll obviously talk about Christian Watson later, but it was a very good uh celebration game. We had the Christian Watson flip, we had the Aaron yep. Jones uh Marshawn Lynch grab my dick. And we had Christian Watson's first Lambo leap. And then he for his third touchdown, you know, obviously Counted, the, right. like, Devontae pointing at the defenders back in the day for how many guys were on him. But <laughs> obviously counting the touchdowns. Very nice to see that. A little bit more swagger for this Packers team. Uh, the third pick-six game, or pick-six play. Oh, uh, God. Something, <laughs> something bad to talk about. Uh, the Amari Rodgers oh. fumble. After... Already double catching a punt earlier in the game. And after LaFleur correctly played the field position game, you know, we were, we had like a fourth and four decided to punt it. We pinned them. Cowboys didn't do anything. And they had a punt from their own end zone thinking we're going to get the ball at least at the 50 yard line, but no, you know, Mari Rogers catches it, runs forward and fumbles it right at the 40 pissed it away. Um, I mean, got any competent returner would have had a nice return there too. And obviously
0: the news today, We cut Amari. Andrew, what do you have to say? I was going to say, I know I'm too late with this suggestion, but (laughs) I had planned. I I just obviously learned the news today, too, about Amari. Um, They did not tell me ahead of time. But I was going to say to you Mm -hmm. that you could just cut out that part of what you say about him every week and basically just repeat it so you don't have to waste the time saying Amari Rodgers got the ball, Amari Rodgers fumbled the ball, because it is literally the exact same thing week in and week out basically it's you know what i mean it's You're just like, re-recording the same sentence yeah
1: it's like every other and everyone's seen the stat note too he had he had uh eight career catches with the packers seven fumbles this season he has more fumbles than every other non-quarterback in the league like he literally, that's insane more than any other running back wide receiver pretty crazy um but yes we did end up cutting him today a little bit surprised um cut him and kylan hill kylan hill was probably the bigger surprise he had a really really good training camp last year he had one run this year for seven yards, but there's been a lot of talk for how dynamic he was. Cut him. I did say when we cut him to it must be a character thing, and it does sound like that. Matt Lafleur, for the first time ever, pretty much confirmed that they cut him for off the field issues. So I well, don't know
0: if it was just him being unhappy for. It not wasn't being pretty involved. much. It was very clear when he yeah. said, "Is this a football thing or a non-football <laughs> thing?" He's like, "Yeah, I guess you could say it's a non-football thing." Yeah, and I mean, with with uh.
1: Amari not doing well on special teams. I think Kylan Hill was probably getting a little eager about getting on the field after coming back from the injury. Anyways, doesn't matter. Amari's gone. Kind of feel bad. Sounds like he's a good guy. Tried hard, all that good stuff. But, God, at this point, he lost us one game in Washington. Almost lost us another one against the Cowboys. So we had to do that. We did sign D.D. Westbrook today, too. Former Jaguar, who is
0: a punt and kick returner. He might play this week. Maybe not. But we will see. I'm on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing people who are like saying how sad it is that Amari Rodgers lost his job. Yeah. Now look, is it a bummer? Is it a bummer that someone who loves the game of football is no longer playing a professional sport? Sure. Yes. But is it a bummer that you're not playing a professional sport? Like like it doesn't just cause you love doing something doesn't mean you deserve to do it if you are bad. Yeah. I, I mean, it's I, a professional thing. As of any organization, sure. company, it, it doesn't matter. So
1: I know what you're saying, but there's guys like Kylan Hill who seems, you know, he did something here. There was Jay Sternberger who right. was another this third This guy did there.
0: everything in his power to be better and do better, and he just can't.
1: Yes. And okay. it's just, you know, this has been this guy's life since right. he was fucking five years old. His dad's a coach. We talked about that. He's been very good in high school, college, not the pros. So it's sad to see probably that part of his career, his life. Ending. Everything he, seems to he be knows. Go. He sent voice messages to every receiver on the Packers thanking them for what they... Are you kidding? No. Okay,
0: so he is genuinely... God, damn, yeah. okay, I feel... You know what? Then, yeah. It's, it's weird how... In, in when, informed, you learn more about, when you learn more about a topic, you can understand yes. more about it, huh? And
1: I hate Amari more than anyone, but yes, it's...
0: You hate his play. Well, it's
1: like fucking Rich Passaccia yesterday, the special teams coordinator. He said um, he really likes Amari and blah, blah, blah. He's like, but eight just keeps fumbling the ball too much. Jersey number eight keeps fumbling ball too much it's like rich it's not the jersey's fault right it's it's the fucking guy we should change his number yes that was the issue but yes after that um it so it was a tie game there after amari fumbled it uh, led to a 21 14 score moving on to the fourth pick six play after the defense gives up two touchdowns like i said it is now 28 to 14 it is the fourth quarter one of the first plays in the fourth quarter and the play of the season so far, the play that will probably define the season, no matter which way it goes, it'll either be the first offensive play of the season against the Vikings or this one on a fourth and seven. Uh, <laughs> Rogers obviously drops back, hits Watson deep, a little crossing out, just outran a couple dudes, catches the ball, holds on to it, runs in, and it is now 21 to 28. He doesn't catch that ball season's over turnover on downs he does and we're within one score and not
0: only that like i'm shocked not that they went for it like you said that 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 makes sense but to go for it for a 60 yard bomb right or a 40 yard bomb whatever they try to do it's like you know because if he doesn't catch that ball i'm screaming okay yeah he had one catch who cares he's dropped three balls do a slant for eight yards and continue the season man you put it all on the line right there obviously we're pumped because that's what we've seen for rogers in previous years yes but this year we haven't seen that excitement and that gameplay so i wasn't a believer until he actually had a football you know like a a classified catch i was pumped and screaming at the tv in a positive way but before that i was like what are you what are you risking this for yeah and give me hope that's 13 more minutes that's always
1: been a rogers thing though It, it it's the classic third and one third and two Rogers drops back and bombs it deep to Jordy or someone and it's incomplete. Like this has always been a thing. Maybe other quarterbacks do this too, but I mean at least Christian Watson finally turned it on and it was such a like low uh, ball, like more of a, you know, he whipped it in there, a bullet rather than lobbing it up where it's like we didn't, I didn't really have the time to react to like, why are we going this deep? Right. Either way, it worked out pretty well. Um, Moving on. So, you know, after that, defense holds again, Packers get another touchdown, tie ball game, going to OT, not a very good possession from the Packers to force it. Uh, The fifth pick six play, after winning the coin toss, the Cowboys get the ball, march right down the field because Joe Barry is the defensive coordinator, but the fourth down play, penalty had already knocked them back. So it's a fourth and four, Dak drops back to pass, tries to run up in the pocket, but Someone who finally had a decent game, Jerron Reed, starts forcing him down uh, Watson. Uh, Prescott gets it off right while he's going to the ground, and it goes through Pollard's hands. Falls to the ground, turnover on downs, Packers have new life. So were they in field goal range? They were like it so would have been a long but. it would have been a very long field goal attempt. Okay. We saw Mason and how he did, I believe, on that end of the field to start the game, too. Huh. And he was
0: short, but OK,
1: he's banged up, too. But yeah, kind of I think I, especially fourth and four, if it were like long, you wouldn't go for it. But
0: right. And that's what I was kind of wondering there. Like, do you do you ever kick that ball just to get the field goal? But then if you miss, you're putting pack in really good yes. field position. Exactly. Of course, yeah. So.
1: So, yeah, after that. Packers obviously get the ball back. Six minutes left in the game. And the play that sealed it. The Lazard play. Great way to end it. Nice little play action. Rodgers takes a snap. Fakes it to Jones out of shotgun. They Lazard bl- pretends like he's blocking. Watson goes out for a little swing pass, but then Lazard just runs up and my God, he runs it. He catches it, runs it down to the 20. We're in field goal range. Everything looks good. I don't think Alan Lazard has ever looked faster than he has on that. Like, he outran
0: people, which doesn't really happen. But this was the first time, not first time, I guess, but, like, even watching this game, when we were going in the fourth quarter, down by 14, I was, like, excited to see football that still mattered. But I, for the first time, was like, okay. Kind of realizing the season was probably done. Right, and again, that's kind of why I enjoy seasons like
1: this, because everything, literally every game here on out matters. Right,
0: and that... It's funny, because first part of going to this Titans game that we're going to is like, Mm -hmm. oh, we're going to blow out the Titans. It's going to be stupid. (sighs) And then two weeks ago, I'm like, oh, the Titans are going to kick our ass. It doesn't even matter. It's worthless. And now it's like, shit, we got a baby. Let's go. Thank thank God we won
1: this game. Because, yes, it's almost like a playoff game. And, of course, I've said this to you numerous times now, but, you know, our friend group, we just had to buy these fucking tickets six weeks ago. When they were at peak pricing, when the Packers were, had still had a winning record, I think we were two and one at the time. Yep, we and were. now I was like, why? Uh, why didn't we just buy well, the tickets? Because i uh, it's a
0: Thursday game. I'm an unrealistic idiot, and I'm like, oh, Packers are going to be, you know, eight and one at this point in time. So we got to get tickets ASAP.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I know.
0: I digress. Uh, people are going to be flying in from Texas to see this game.
1: Yes, after the Cowboys game last week. Yeah, because right?
0: they're such so big fans mm-hmm. from watching them. Anyways, so that was the pick six. That was the game. Once
1: again, Packers won 31 to 28. Moving on to the offense. Hard not to be happy about this offense. It's funny because, you know, we're dumb fans, but it's like, yes, this is the offense I wanted all along. Why didn't you guys just do this all year? Um, they The Packers ran it 39 times. They had 20 pass attempts that Rodgers had, and 11 of them were from play action. So that just shows you, again, one of the big things that Matt LaFleur uh, pushed or pressed, brought up a lot when he was hired on is how the run sets up the pass. You're looking at it here, 39 runs, and then 11 of the passes pretended like they were runs.
0: Did you see, uh, I think it was an announcer said it during the game, probably one of the only times in Aaron Rodgers' career that we've seen him like get upset because they chose to pass instead of run out the clock or yeah, take a run that, play. that
1: was really weird at the end of regulation. When they did pass, even. Yeah, it was yeah. a weird little thing, too, because usually Rodgers runs the two-minute drill, but they decided not to do that for this game, and it seemed like a good time for Rodgers to get on the floor. Um, i don't know i guess we should have ran it in third and one but i don't it d- doesn't even sound like that's what rogers was trying to do so whatever we'll okay, never yeah, really know no. but yeah either way like you're saying there too very strange that uh one rogers only had seven attempts in the first half and this game was scoreless in the first quarter which is pretty remarkable when you see the yeah. score too but yeah either way very happy to see at least some type of idea especially now with it getting cold you know Snowed in Green Bay today. It snowed here in the Twin Cities the last two days. So getting the ground game going here, especially with more Lambo games coming up, is getting more and more important. Huge. Uh, Moving on. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers. Pretty solid game. Looked like Aaron Rodgers again. 14 for 20. 224 yards. The three touchdowns. A a quarterback rating of 146, which is pretty good. Was only sacked two times.
0: Does that account for blocks as well?
1: Yeah, that's right. God, and we, so we don't need to go into this too much, but we no. always watch the highlights before oh. we record just to, ah, uh, yes, that's right. Ah, uh, I want to visualize this all before we start talking. And they literally showed uh, two of the Cowboys touchdowns twice. They don't edit these very well. It's awful. Go back and watch. You see the two of the CD Lamb touchdowns twice. They don't show the Rudy Ford pick. The first one, and they don't show the
0: Aaron Rodgers block run, which were pretty well, big plays. And that, not only that, not only that, once um, the Cowboys recover a fumble in their own, in our red, in the red zone, they don't show them go three and out and then yeah. and then throw an interception or two and out two two plays that are just duds and then interception. They just they just like haul over important stuff. And, and interceptions yeah. are game changing.
1: It was very strange. Anyways, back to the game. Uh, again, almost forgot about the. Rogers fumble early on. That was pretty big. Step up in the pocket. Didn't know what was going on there. Uh, He has shown off his legs a lot more. The couple last couple weeks. He ran for a first down in this game. Ran for a couple last week. And like we talked about already, too, the block was.
0: (laughs) That got me so excited to see him have as much emotion and care into the on the field again.
1: Yeah, there was. Yeah, and we'll talk about that later on with take news too. But yeah, it's and not only that, but uh, the other long. Jones' run too, where he did the uh, circle spin move. Rogers was like chasing him down, like David Bakhtiari a couple of years ago, running down the sideline. So nice to see that. Either way, more good than bad. The only real bo- he after the game, Rogers said that uh, every ball he threw pretty much went where he wanted. The only bad ball I could remember was that third and seven late in the game, which what's the fourth and seven that Christian Watson
0: there was a statement now that we're on Rogers that I I don't I didn't hear it I just saw it typed so I don't know if it was misrepresented but did someone ask him like how he felt about the rest of the season and he said something like you got to remember I'm the two-time reigning MVP like we're good we're Uh, fine I don't was that I don't know what the context was behind it but I, I was browsing like Reddit like Green Bay or something and I feel like I saw that out there but I don't know what it was from yeah
1: i don't i don't remember that i'm not sure okay like. there was a couple there's been a okay. couple there's this one guy in the pressers kyle something i think he's a local news guy i'm sure he's a good guy but god he asks some stupid fucking questions rogers is starting to like answer like literally say like say his question was bad and then answer a different question that's related to his question anyways i digress i i'm too critical on the b guys moving on to the running backs Aaron Jones, obviously the run game is fucking spectacular. They averaged 5.3 yards a carry. Aaron Jones, 24 carries, 138 yards, the one touchdown. A.J. Dillon looked like A.J. Dillon. Again, 13 carries, 65 yards, a 5.0 average. Pretty damn good. A um, couple things with Aaron Jones in this game. Felt like one of the few times that refs actually saw him get face masked. He seems to be the one guy that they always miss it with, but this week they finally actually counted the ones that he had. Uh, the touchdown run was really fun. Obviously, seeing the Marshawn Lynch hole my dick. Pretty cool. Uh, celebration was fun. And even seeing Alan Lazard fall to his knees, like in shock for how great the play was. <laughs> and then in the second quarter, this is something I kind of talked about at the beginning, too, but just like football. I love football. And there's always this thing with me and like the football gods that are deciding things. And we haven't had the football gods on our side all year long. It's been, you know, a couple bad penalty calls. Couple fumbles, a couple balls that didn't bounce our way. Aaron Jones had that run late in the game. I think it was the third or fourth quarter, the spin move one, where at the very end he fumbles. We've had a lot of plays like that this year where it's positive and then negative. Again, that could have ended the season, but the ball bounced right. All Cowboys guys there, but it bounced right back into Aaron Jones, you know, in his lap. In the second quarter of this game, we had that special teams, the kickoff, the squib kick, where the Cowboys reserve tight end fumbled it. That game, that ball bounced. There was a bunch of Packers there, bounced right into his right into his chest, too. I'm thinking that Aaron Jones fumble that bounced right back in his tummy. That we've got the football gods on our side. We saw the fucking Vikings Bills game. That was the football gods were on the Vikings side. You know, we those the Justin Jefferson catch, the fumble bounces, uh Josh Allen forgetting how to one throw the ball in the red zone and two take a snap Ugh. in his own end zone. But I'm starting to feel like we're getting that mojo again. Well,
0: maybe it's not just like a good season in that we're going to win out, but a good season that's going to, for dramatic effect, have, have a, have a great comeback, you it's, know, like any good movie. Ones. It's not just like, Hey, superhero wins, goes to bed. Yeah, It's superhero might lose, comes back, wins, goes to bed with the girl, the redemption arc. Yes. Yes. Of yes. Of course.
1: And again, we've been saying it the last few weeks, the Aaron Jones pitch out of shotgun is the best run out of shotgun. The, it, Literally either goes for five plus yards or it gets sniffed out in the backfield, which the Cowboys did on the last time yep. that they ran it. But uh, yeah, not uh, too much else to really talk about with them. I mean, AJ Dillon, great game too. We'll see what he does going forward, but it's he's looking like he's running behind his pads again. He had that one run straight up the middle where he just ran through a couple tackles. That's the kind of shit we want to see where he just uses that the weight that he has behind him. Moving on to the wide receivers, we obviously talked about him earlier, but this was the Christian Watson game. Four run- four receptions, 107 yards, three touchdowns, had the long of 58 where he caught it, you know, had to find it up in the air over his shoulder, caught it, ran in for the touch and I was like, holy shit, maybe we have something here. Did the backflip. Vibes are good. It's, it's literally, he, you know, I said earlier in the year that this season's going to depend on Romeo dubs just because. Christian Watson hadn't done much. Usually, with rookies, when they're hurt, they don't contribute too much. But God, this game obviously just broke that open. He had back-to-back drops to start the game. Had the fifty-eight yarder, and you—you you said you liked Greg Olson before. We talked not about, anymore. We talked about this earlier too. After Christian Watson's fifty-eight yard touchdown, his first uh, touchdown reception of his career, Greg Olson, the uh, you know philosopher that he has said. That might be the biggest
0: catch of this young receiver's career. Uh, Greg, no fucking shit. Dude's played eight games in every single season or every single game so far. He's like had huge drops or been hurt. So yep. like,
1: they're, yeah. And that's one of the reasons too. I, I don't like Kevin Burkhardt. Greg Olson, he's usually, he's fine for the most part. I don't mind him. Um, But I don't really like them as a crew that much. They started doing this last week. If you go on Packers.com now on a desktop, and even if you're out of state, you can live stream... The Packers coverage. So I watched this game on YouTube TV. All I did was, you know, play the Packers radio, time it up on YouTube, have to pause a couple of times to sync it right. And fuck, that was awesome hearing uh, Wayne Larvi and Larry McCarran break down the game.
0: Great. Side question mm-hmm. Who is our number one receiver? Like uh, in our depth chart, do you know, like the factual yeah. one they <laughs> list? It or does. is it just we have three quality number two and a halves?
1: It, it does not matter okay. I have no idea we right. have different roles we have an
0: XY and whatever you know we got the guy in the slot out wide and all that I'm they asking have like if there's roles. a cornerback one in on a defense who are they saying okay you should line up here or is it all just again different XYOs? every XYOs well yeah exactly every every team is different the way that they
1: attack an opposing offense or defense. okay so it it does I mean you so know
0: some weeks it might be Watson some of it might you know, be Watkins if yeah if you're, you know, if you were a
1: fan of a different team going into a Packer game, you're like, oh, Jair is going to follow, you know, CD Lamb. It's like, no, that's that's not the case. So okay. It does depend. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Christian Watson game, we're going to have to see what this guy turns to. He is so fucking fast. That's literally the biggest thing with him. If he can stay healthy and if he can catch...
0: Half of the balls. <laughs> well, that's exactly what he got. Four for eight. <laughs> right. it's, it's not even like he went four for five. I mean, he still has some drops.
1: It's, he changes the offense completely before him. You know, before this game he had every defense we go up against could do whatever the hell they want in the back end, in the secondary, every safety, you know, they don't they'd never have to really step back. If you if you're stepping back, you're backtracking for Alan Lazard or maybe right. Romeo Dubs. But now you've got this guy that you literally have to think about every time he's on the field. Dusty, Dusty e- Everly, Everly, Evley on Twitter. He's great. He's a great follow. Obviously, follow him. Um, so he broke it down after Ross Uglum, who covers NDSU and is also covers the Packers, brought it up wondering how successful the Packers offense is with and without Christian Watson. So CWD, the Christian Watson drives, Packers get 1.9 points every drive Christian Watson is on the field on non-Christian Watson drives. 1.24. So that's a difference in 0.66 points which you don't think is that much but per drive you think of how many drives you have a game you have at least 7. That's a whole touchdown you know. Well, well, well just think seven, of it as points it's about
0: it. it's about 30% more points yes, at the sorry, end of I the day.
1: Should, I should have said 10 you got at least 10 drives a game. That's another touchdown right. per game. That's so. a
0: third of your points being scored or not scored. And like you said, it's not obviously attributing all of those points to Watson. It's defenses planning around him right. and and then opening up your run game or, yes. or other receivers or what have you.
1: Yes. So we'll see. He had that nice little catch on third and two, two. That was probably, well, not the most difficult, but a very difficult one as well. But he showed that range, which we haven't seen from a lot. Not of just bombs. Right. Yep. Uh, Ellen Lazard, like you said, pretty good game too. Uh, I mean, he didn't do much.
0: I think he had like three catches, three or four.
1: Yeah, three or four catches, but they were all very important. Obviously, the uh, near touchdown at the end of the game, but he also had a couple nice ones late. Um Either way, he's a great blocking receiver. Everyone knows that. Sammy Watkins, this is the type of game that I like to see out of Sammy Watkins. Didn't do much. He had the three receptions, but I believe all of them were for a first down except for the one where he literally ran backwards and didn't get the first.
0: Yeah, well. but
1: his first drive on second and twenty-two was awesome. It, two two balls that he caught, the long ones were like right in his gut, and just dropped right down. It's like perfect. Get first downs. Don't mess up, and I'm fine with whatever you do. I like either. how
0: you, even though Sammy Watkins was number two on the chart, you brought him in number three just because you do not like him that much. I know you don't just hate him, but like I'm always high uh, on Sammy, and I just think it's fun. I, no, I'm, I'm just I putting know. fun at the concept of in, it. Yeah.
1: Importance of the game, I think, Alan Lazar, Of course. The game definitely, played, definitely, yeah, yes. The but yeah, um, that's it for wide receivers. Tight ends, not too much to talk about. You know, Tunney had a couple... Catches, I still like seeing DeGuara out there, big dog, being big dog. He had the one catch and lost a yard, so no big deal. The offensive line, this was the first game all season where the five preferred starters played every single snap. It is. It was week 10, so that just lets you know how dysfunctional this group, this offense has been. It kind of starts from there and moves back. We've seen what happened at wide receiver too, so it's nice to get some consistency going on here. Um. So once again, it was David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Josh Myers, Runyon, and then Yash on the far end. But yeah, only two sacks given up. Elton Jenkins gave that one sack up pretty much off the snap on third down. That was really bad.
0: Well, one of them, didn't Rodgers kind of move up a little bit? Like, he was thinking about running. So it's tough to attribute that because he could have... Yeah, he could have... Oh, okay, that was a fumble, not a sack. Okay.
1: Yeah, so either way, great game from everyone overall. Rodgers said today, too, on McAfee or at his locker, that Josh Myers and Runyon each had, like, the best games of their season. Okay. And Yash had a really great uh, game as well. And he's really starting to cement himself as that right tackle, which will be good for us this year and next year because he'll be back on a on a cheap deal but god a guy who in 2019 was an undrafted free agent and an afterthought after being on the Packers roster for a year or two is now going to turn to a guy who's going to be a multimillionaire for you know putting in the work after being just an athletic specimen pretty cool to see that but yeah i don't know that's about it for the game feel a little bit better about David Bakhtiari too offense looks like offense andrew you got anything else not on the offense okay perfect well with that we will have a quick
0: my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.
1: All right. And we are back with the defense. Um, Still don't feel very good about the defense. Uh, not a good game, but not a terrible one, I guess. You know, they really did hold up when it mattered, like the last two drives of uh, regulation and then OT. But, man, that last drive of the first half, at least we picked to have the bad half the first half or the bad drive because that one to end the half was an absolute embarrassment. Um, I still don't trust this defense, especially the run game. I mean, every time they ran a draw with Pollard, they it seemed to get at least eight yards, which is not good, especially when we're going up against Derrick Henry this week. Um, the Cowboys were only five for 15 on third down but it felt worse for some reason I don't know why it seemed like every third down they were getting and then they were two for three on fourth down so at least we're I don't know once again the time it really mattered we held up I still don't like that uh the Dak Prescott sneak I thought his I thought his momentum had stopped but I, it was a little ticky tack it was a bad spot
0: oh how they gave it to him yeah yeah I, I, I could have gone either way right uh moving on to
1: the defensive backs Jerry Alexander pretty solid game overall it you know, we, he had the flag a couple of weeks ago where he threw the guy out of bounds and put his hand up to his ear. Nice to see him, uh, get to the sideline, walk someone out and then not do anything. That was nice to see that, uh, growth from him. He did take blame for that long lamb touchdown. So even though Darnell Savage looked to be the one who was the issue there, that was one of the few plays where it wasn't him on a deep play. Um, he did have a couple, Jayer had a couple of big breakups He had the third down towards the end of regulation and the fourth, or yes, the fourth down in OT. Nice to see that. Um, Razul Douglas still having an okay year. Obviously not the, you know, come to Jesus, whatever type season he had last year where he seemed to get a pick just about every week. But overall, more good than bad. He seems to be a guy who gets a lot of penalties. Again, this week, he had another one. Uh, Moving on to safety. We can talk about the whole Rudy Ford, Darnell Savage thing again. Rudy Ford, his first game starting at safety for Darnell Savage. Savage got moved to the slot. It wasn't the entire game. They did switch back a little bit, but obviously early returns are pretty fucking good. The only negative play I can remember Rudy Ford making was on the goal line, that first touchdown where he kind of whiffed. Him and Amos both missed C.D. Lamb there. But I don't know. People are very, very optimistic on it. Darnell Savage still didn't have a very good game of few missed tackles, a few blown coverages, but I don't know some uh, progress at least.
0: Are people sure. more optimistic about Rudy or about Savage moving to his position?
1: Uh, mostly Rudy. It's hard okay. not to um right. with well, two, two picks. picks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't have another interception the rest of the year. But it's one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Nice to see you know shades of Atari Big B in the secondary, sure. number twenty at uh, the safety position. Uh, the other thing to talk about, we talk, mentioned it earlier, but the Packers claimed Jonathan Abram. Uh, last week, to give us a little bit of depth, but he did seem to help out in this game. He he's a knucklehead, so he had one or two penalties called on him. One of them was the um, offsetting penalties for talking shit. But multiple guys said this after the game. Razul Douglas was one of them. You, there's some pictures after the game too, walking into the tunnel where Abram, who just joined this team, has his arms around David Bakhtiari, you know, the franchise left tackle. When the Packers were down fourteen, nothing. Abram was running, was walking down the sideline saying, we're winning this game. We're winning this game. We're going to win by a field goal. Wait, what? And he was right. He's a guy who was just playing with the Raiders all season. Hasn't had a very good career. Joins the Packers who are in a rough spot. They're down bad. And he's like, fuck it. We come on. Can we, can we get this together and win the game? And I think Razul Douglas said they literally needed someone to do that. So if nothing else, claiming a dude off the streets already a
0: pump-up guy i don't care if he doesn't play at all if he's if he's boosting someone who just got you know torn up good yeah, we let him got, at it.
1: He got the penalty
0: for, you know, extracurriculars, but I'm glad he's talking
1: on the sideline to a lot of guys.
0: Well, th- when you say he was a knucklehead, I thought you were going to say something like he's all kind of weird. I don't you know. know. I, he was But on... if he's just a knucklehead being goofy and, and optimistic, fucking knuckle it up, buddy.
1: Well, he cost us 15 yards during the game, but I remember he was on hard knocks that Raiders year too, and I was like, I don't know if I okay. like this guy, but
0: whatever. I don't know him at all. Well, not at least a Packer. Gonna, you oh, know, yeah. No, him, yeah. number 44. Be- fucking best. A yeah. good 44, not Ticellors.
1: Uh, um Inside linebacker, not too much to talk about. Quay's been slowly getting better, better. Um, McDuffie, who was a late round pick last year, I really like him. It's great that we have him and Chris Barnes as reserve inside linebackers when we've got four guys on this roster now that are better than the start than Blake Martinez, maybe, who just retired this past week. So shout out to Blake. But I don't know. Slowly getting better. I'd like to see it's going to be a big game for Quay going up against the Titans with Tannehill, who runs quite a bit. He had a long rushing touchdown against us last year or the year before, but having quite a more athletic guy in the middle who can spy will be interesting to see. I would say linebacker in this game, not too much to talk about. We really didn't, uh, you know, we knew there would be issues with the pass rush with Rashawn Gary going down with that torn ACL. Didn't get a lot of pressure, but we didn't really mess up either. Uh, shout out to Jonathan Garvin. He, You watch Garvin play, and he doesn't look like a very good player. But I think every every game where he's had a decent amount of snaps, like 20 snaps, he's had either a QB knockdown or he had his second pass defended of the season in this game. Hmm. And if nothing else, I think he's so slow that he sets the edge. You know, we've talked about Rashawn Gary and JJ Nagbari rushing so far out or going to the quarterback that they lose containment. Garvin, it doesn't seem possible because he doesn't really move (laughs) off the line of scrimmage. So I I like seeing that. Um, Defensive line, not too much to talk about. Jerron Reed, nice to see him actually contribute to this team. He had six pressures, I believe, and the quarterback hit late on that fourth down. Special teams, I don't know how much I want to talk about this. I thought Bill Huber summed it up pretty well in his piece after the game. Uh, on the first this is what he wrote on the first play of special teams dallas Cavante turpin almost returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown on the second play amari bobbled the punt before controlling the ball on the third play mason crosby was short on a 54-yard field goal attempt in the third quarter rogers fumbled a punt that the cowboys recovered eliminating a green Bay scoring opportunity and handing dallas a touchdown i've said it all season rich bisaccia I really don't think he's that much better of a coordinator than Maurice Drayton. We just have Rudy Ford, Keyshawn Nixon, love it. All these guys who have always been special teams contributors. And now we have D.D. Westbrook, who's going to probably fix the punting or kick return situation. So I don't know. We made him the the highest paid special teams coordinator in the league. And I don't know if we're getting the return on that quite yet. If nothing else, I like that we have that presence in the locker room with Rich Bisaccia who's a better, like he's more Mike McCarthy than LaFleur is. Like he's more of a motivator. LaFleur, you know, he got very emotional after the game too. I don't know if you saw that. He, no. uh, he cried a little bit. He said that he had to gather himself before addressing the team in the
0: locker room. Did he say why? Just like because of the amazing game? or
1: Oh, because it was, because the season's been so bad. It's, okay.
0: And finally he's like, we're, we're, we're who we are.
1: This was a five game losing streak we're getting off of. When do you think the last time was the Packers had a five game losing streak?
0: I was the 70s.
1: I believe it was 2008. Oh, uh this okay. was the first time since George Bush was president. Oh.
0: Yeah, okay, it's going to have five game losing streak. We yeah. Maybe 2005. No, I'm I'm telling you it was
1: 2008
0: for sure. Yeah, yes. Okay.
1: Okay. So, there you go. But uh well, yeah, maybe you're wrong. Special teams not so good. Packers much better. Um with that, that's it for the game. We will have Take News. Football Time. <laughs> Take news. So take news for the week after a very tumultuous last month or so for the Green Bay Packers. Everything was going pretty bad. I don't know if you guys remember the mindset everyone was in, but there were actual conversations, uh, actual discourse on Twitter, on social media, people wondering if we should move on to Jordan Love had Aaron Rodgers lost the locker room. Yeah, that was one thing. So, We'll get into that. Andrew's reacting with his face, not his mouth, which is uh, great well, for podcasting. Yeah, I want to
0: let you talk a little bit, too, but not over, overreact. But I've, I've, I fucking, I'm a loser who sits on Reddit too Very much, good. Yes, great. and I fucking hate people's tank the season bro yeah. i still like to watch football right i still like to see my favorite team win yes so i get into pointless arguments yes. with these fuckers saying i don't want to see scrubs play if i want to watch college ball yes. against nfl ball i'll do that yes
1: and we we talked about that last week a bit too i i'd be fine with like Starting Jordan Love the last few games if we were eliminated, but it's fucking November right now. We're not even halfway through it, and you're talking about anyways.
0: As long as there's still a shot or a resemblance of yes. a shot, you are playing exactly. your heart out.
1: Exactly. When you you're paying Aaron Rodgers 150 million to play quarterback, there's no point in turning to Jordan Love. Anyways, so people are idiots. Yes, 100. So this week, uh, one of the parts I guess this week and last week, one of the parts of the whole Jordan Love talk was rogers leadership skills how he's playing and we'll get to the report after but i thought this quote was very interesting after the game aaron Rodgers is one of three captains on offense it's him um aaron jones and big dog mercedes lewis and this was a question asked by matt in the postgame presser and aaron rogers answer
0: aaron, maybe i'm projecting here but i can't imagine maybe. it. maybe Christian, at least, not on you. Um, I can't imagine it's easy for a 22, 23-year-old kid to be a second-round pick and come in with what you guys lost at receiver and maybe the expectations that were placed on him. Are there any conversations that you two have had, even dating back to the summer, that stood out that maybe let you know he was built different? I don't know if that's a cleat. Anything that stands out and impressed you about how he's handled these past couple months and everything he's been through? Um, I don't know if I can point to
1: one specific thing. I will say he's always been... uh, Guy who asks really good questions, and you can tell he cares about it. Um, I think there's times
0: where all of us can relate to being really hard on ourselves, and I think him and Rome both can can go through stretches where they get really down on themselves. And I think as a leader, I've you know alerted you know Jonesy and Big Dog over the season to make sure we keep an eye on those guys because there's. So much talent and opportunity there. Um, but sometimes when they're a little
1: hard on themselves, it might detract from the possibilities of a night like tonight. So, Andrew, that's the first time you've seen that. What are your thoughts on what Rodgers said there? This is right after the game.
0: Yeah, so. I think it was great. I don't think there's anything wrong or in poor leadership. If anyone watches that and says, oh, he's being a bad leader, they're they're dumb.
1: Well, I would... Push back on that because there, there was part of it that was pretty weird, and I remember after I'm a loser uh, after the game, I was watching this live, and it's weird how he said that he alerted Mercedes and Aaron Jones that you know these guys that uh, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson are going to need a little little more care, but he he said we need to, but it sounded like he was almost delegating the task to Aaron Jones and Mercedes Lewis. To watch them and not so much Aaron Rodgers. Now I might be diving into but it, but hang on—is
0: that not okay? And let me let me backtrack here. I'm gonna just listen. listen. Why why couldn't he do it himself, dude? It's busy. He's the main leader in command, right? He's got a lot of stuff going on. Maybe there's other players that need him to be there for him too. You know, I mean, this I'm a, a Rogers apologist, but okay.
1: you're a, you're the quarterback, the unquestioned leader of this football team, and you need to have other players well, talk. Uh, first to and other First of all, he said we
0: we all have to do this. So if you guys see it, look, I'm going to take it back to something you can both relate to. It's probably 90 percent of people can. You've ever worked in a restaurant? There's yeah. a manager, there's assistant managers. You got people who are new. Let's say there's a new host. I think people yes, and they you know say delegation. you say look. Buddy, I'm be busy behind the bar. If you see the host struggling, you walk you over her Rogers and you help her. Do you think Rodgers is busy? Did anything he said there um, make I'm, you think I'm, he's I'm busy? Not busy. I'm just saying he's working on other issues. He's watching the game. I don't know. Maybe more help than just one person tagging on saying it's going to be okay. Other leaders and big people, other people that you look up to as, yes. as big NFL names. Sure. Big dog and Aaron Jones yes. number 3 in rushing in the NFL, whatever. It, it, those people coming to you besides just the guy throwing you the ball okay. is going to help.
1: Yeah. I sure. Sure. But it's one of those things where it's like, Matt, I believe, asked there, like, was there a moment when you went to him or, you know, talk to him? And it's like off the field, you know, during the week. And it doesn't, we haven't really gotten an example of that. Right. But we were told that Rogers said something to him on the sideline, which is, hey, hey, we're going to keep going to you. That's pretty good. But I thought that was a little strange. You don't Oh, do you think he's
0: eluding the question? Like, he's not doing much through the week with the team?
1: Not not exactly. That It's just, why didn't you just say you know I've been watching or I've been helping out instead of you're saying like I told these other guys to watch them it's like Aaron you can do that yourself so that's that's what I'm saying either way whatever just a little piece of it the other part that I want to bring up you know me I hate bad reporting I hate fake ass beat reporters and once again that came into play this week so you know there I Got on Rodgers a little bit. Some of his leadership stuff, sure. We see the shit on the sideline. We saw him yell at LaFleur during the game. Uh, We've seen some, you know, ticky-tack comments he has on Pat McAfee, all this. And guys who don't like Rodgers, fans who don't like Rodgers, are going to continue to dislike him. And with everything that was going on, obviously there were some calls for Jordan Love. Well, of course, this week, and this was on Sunday morning, this motherfucker, this guy... MJ Hurley on Twitter, the fakest beat reporter out there. If you put in your Twitter bio that you're a credentialed reporter, you are not a legit reporter. You don't see Jason Wildy, Tom Silverstein, all these other guys. Adam Schefter put like credentialed beat reporter in their bio. Anyways, so Sunday morning, this tweet popped off a little bit from MJ Hurley saying, I was told this morning that if it were up to certain members of the Packers offensive line, Jordan Love would be the starting quarterback today against the Dallas Cowboys. He had a stupid little blog about this too, where literally the first four paragraphs was just building up how the season has gone. How and do you even
0: find these people?
1: I oh it people were re, were posting reposting this on Twitter. they're retweeting it and shit. The people who don't like Aaron rodgers some some people in Packer's Twitter who wanted to see Jordan Love, those kind of people. So, And this is part of the story that, what, what's his name, MJ, whatever the fuck it is. So this is part of the story, part of his report. Unfortunately, the Packers locker room does not feel the inspiration from their captain. Players in the offense are displeased with the play calling, some of the checks at the line of scrimmage, and the way Rodgers, quote, scapegoats the wide receiver room, which can be led back to, pl- to playing time comments made on the Pat McAfee show. Ultimately, if it were up to a few players in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers would not be the starting quarterback tomorrow against the Dallas Cowboys. So everyone, a lot of people got on this guy. Mostly it was pushback, but other people were pushing it. And of course, the people who already have their own opinions on Rodgers were reposting it. This guy is no one. This guy is me. He he saw the clip last week of Elton Jenkins throw his arm up when when Rodgers decided to throw the ball instead of running it on a run pass option. You know, there's been some bad mojo going on this year anyways, and the push for Jordan Love. So this guy took it upon himself to report, but, you know, sources report in the tweet and in his little fucking story there to say that this was going on and people would run for it, run with it. This motherfucker, he, during this off season, he had tweeted things that the Packers are are in on Odell Beckham, on uh, Julio Jones. He tweeted about the Golden State Warriors and the athletics during the off-season, like, he had sources on them. And people are still reposting this shit. Like, he has some type of inside source. So, I'll say this. Did you, like,
0: backtrack his entire history? Oh, because... And just, like, I'm gonna it, fucking rip this so, guy one? It is so easy to know when these guys are full of
1: shit. I did a deep dive Well, he's credited. credited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, all that. Like Bukowski last week. He, uh Peter Bukowski, the worst fucking snarky piece of shit on Twitter for Packers coverage. Anyways, not a real beat reporter either. He went to Syracuse, but all he has is a podcast. He's not actually on the beat. He's not part of press conferences. All that shit. So, anyways, why if there is if there is something going on in the Packers locker room and players on that team don't like Aaron Rodgers, do you think this MJ? motherfucker, is getting an inside scoop, not Tom Silverstein, not Rob Domofsky, not Adam Schefter, not Ian Rappaport, but this motherfucker who's blogging in like Indiana is got has got an inside scoop. <laughs> no, fuck off. And people are asking, who's your source? He's obviously never going to answer that. But all he's doing is taking in information from Twitter, from press conferences, and putting out a, you know, educated guess. That's what these people do. And fuck do I hate it. I mean, I do it with my with the stupid podcast. You know, I'm like, you know, Kylan Hill. I tweeted earlier before Matt LaFord came out. It's like, God, it seems like this might have been a character issue thing. Sure enough, it was. I didn't put sources behind it. You didn't
0: pretend that y- you know you have a direct line to you know Lafleur's brother, yes. who's your buddy, yes. and he told you what's going to happen.
1: But that's the thing too. You you can't pretend that either. It's just if you're part of the gig, if you're a journalist, you eventually make connections. Rather, if it's through agents, you hear shit from agents.
0: Yeah, but you're not because you're in Minneapolis, Minnesota, yes. and where nobody in a podcast. Enough. Yes spare room you're you don't know what's going on but yep. you can guess and just know that and if you have a good guess eight out of ten times people respect it yes they'll know what you're saying is true and or or, or likely but
1: but either way it shouldn't be guesses it should be actual reporting and but this, you say it's guesses at least yeah well i mean and like this guy too when he's fucking when, you, my, when you're reporting on multiple
0: leagues and you're just a oh, blogger you, and you pretend you have inside info to all of them you don't know anything. maybe yeah. he is certified my aunt is certified yes. as an angel practitioner
1: yeah we've you know andrew's saying that you think it's a joke but (sighs) your family (laughs) there is we don't need to get into what if she starts uh, to listen this week (laughs) yes anyways with that that's enough shit talking for the week i know i've been it's been a bad year you know we've had a couple losses here so i've been a little more angry for take news but with that andrew are you ready i'm ready is kyle an idiot yes i'm not an idiot okay you sure Yes. All right. Is Kyle an idiot for the week? Andrew, you missed it last week. It was kind of fun. I had uh, some actual tough questions yeah, for, no, I, for I Billy. He. So we're we're breaking down like names for you like which one of these names is not a packer you know yeah william i literally asked him who the backup fullback was in 2005 are you kidding me yeah and he didn't get it right on the first guess but he did on the second
0: okay yeah that's way we're talking like kindergarten and like college questions here yes
1: so with that
0: andrew your first question you've been terrible this year let's go yes which one
1: of these names is is it oh yeah is not of a former packer okay so one of these names is not a former packer Jeron Mcmillan,
0: Jim Mcnulty, Max McGee, God, you know we I'm gonna i you always do some fun stuff, so Mcnulty, you know, I gotta remember the wire, so i'm it's a great show, uh, I don't know the first name, but I, I just know that there's always a correlation to everyone here, so I'm picking the non packer, yes, I gotta go McNulty,
1: yes, very good, Jeron McMillan was a late round draft pick safety who was bad. Uh, Ted Thompson thought he'd be able to fill in for Charles Woodson at safety, but nope, he was really bad. Max McGee was the uh, wide receiver back in the 60s, had the two touchdowns in the first Super Bowl while being hungover, should have been the MVP. And yes, uh, Jim McNulty, Jimmy McNulty is Mm -hmm. one of the main characters. One of the best cops, too. Really, really good character. Always by the books, yes. Mm -hmm. Very good. Andrew, you're 1-0 for the week. Moving on. Andrew, who has more yards on the season, Sammy Watkins or Christian Watson?
0: God, Instinct wants to go Sammy Watkins. I got to go Sammy Watkins.
1: So Sammy Watkins has 206 receiving yards. Christian Watson has 195 receiving yards. However, I said yards. Oh, my God. Christian Watson has 19 rushing yards. Bring it to 214. (laughs) So he does have more yards on the (laughs) season than Sammy Watkins. I don't know why you didn't get
0: that. Oh, it's funny.
1: Okay. Very good, Andrew. You're one and one. Uh Your last question for the week. Andrew, what quarterback who played for the Titans and won Rookie of the Year was with the Packers in the 2013 training camp? He never played for the Packers. He was just there in training camp.
0: He was very good in college. But he won Rookie of the Year. For, with the Titans. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I Jake Locker.
1: Ooh, very good guess, Andrew, but no. Uh, your brother would probably be upset with you on this. I don't know if he's still a Texas fan, but Vince Young. Vince oh, Young was... Oh, God. The, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can
0: f- see the white and the, the bla- navy, or bl- 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 baby blue. The baby blue. Of the Titans? Tracy? Yes. Okay. Yes. With Vince Young in it okay. right now.
1: We're going to move on before you dig deeper. God. Yeah, good, good guess. At least you said someone who's on the Titans. Do you hey. have a stump Spenny question for me I this do. Week? I do. Okay. Yes. Um,
0: all right. So... As we know, we just won in overtime. Yes. Rodgers was, oh, I want to say 0-8 in overtime until 2017. Okay, yeah. And he beat what team for his first ever overtime victory?
1: Uh, I believe that was the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: That was the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes. congratulations. I
1: had to think for a little bit. because so it I, wasn't a gimme.
0: I mean, it was a gimme. No, but... it,
1: it it wasn't. I think a lot of fans would know. Well, I don't know. It, it's tough. That's a very that's a very good question because it made me think of the Bengals game, went or uh, Browns game that we also sneaked by. But I think that was Brett Hunley. I don't know if that was OT that made might have been uh, in fourth in the fourth quarter. But either way, yes, I think yes that it was, was the Bengals. Uh, God, and I don't remember that might have been the Devontae Adams catch, or was that Director? That brought Allen's them to game? one and eight. Yikes.
0: Mm-hmm. In overtime. The Bengals. No, no, sorry. That brought the Packers to or Aaron. Sorry. That brought Aaron Rodgers' oh, overtime yes. lifetime record yes, right. to one and eight. That was question. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Very good. So, good good question.
1: That was fun. Something else is going to be fun. The Green Bay Packers, the preview for next week, are playing the Tennessee Titans. Yes, they Should are. Should be a very fun game. This is a Thursday night football game so it'll be on Amazon Prime it will be Al Michaels and uh, Kirk Herbstreet Uh, what is it like a 720 kickoff or something should be a very fun game it is the white color rush which we haven't seen yet this year so that'll be fun once again it did snow in Green Bay today I don't know if there's going to be snow on Thursday but that would be pretty cool are you going to wear all white Uh, no actually for this last game so I'm very superstitious Uh, starting to run out Uh, if the Packers lose I obviously change my outfit for the following week this week with the Cowboys being in town I wore my uh, Al Harris jersey that I got from a garage sale back in the day so cool. that seems to be the trick I'll be wearing that but yes uh, a white out game for the Packers this week playing the Titans Vegas has the Packers as a three-point favorite
0: which is funny because if we were in Vegas you know like we talked about earlier yep and at the beginning of the week they were five they were uh five point dogs. Yeah. So then after beating Dallas, that's an eight-point flip. Like that, that, crazy.
1: Quite the flip. And you know, the Titans are a six and three team coming off a of W-2, which is kind of impressive that they're calling them even. It, at least. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Um, it is a 41 point over under. Like I said, the Titans are six and three coming off a seventeen to ten win against the Broncos. Before that, they lost to the Chiefs by just three points. They're Kind of what you would guess the Titans would be without diving into it. They are 26th in points per game, 32nd in yards per game. So not a very great offense. They're 19th in yards per rush, only 4.4 yards per carry, even with Derrick Henry. Ninth in yards per game, uh, 20th in pass yards per game, and 31st in pass yards per game. So they run the ball pretty good. They're ninth in the league in, like I said, running yards per game. So that's how they move it. Um on defense, they're eighth in points, only giving up 18.7 per game, 23 in yards per game. They are the number one rush uh defense in the NFL. They are third in yards per carry, but have given up the least amount of yards, and they are 31st in pass yards per game. The Titans have the least amount of rush attempts against them, so no one even wants to run on this team. That's why so many people pass on them. They have a very active front, as Matt LaFleur said today. A bunch of big guys on the defensive line in their front seven uh, getting to the ball carrier. On offense, Ryan Tannehill is still their quarterback. They've messed around with Malik Willis, the rookie, coming in and out, but he's kind of like, uh, you don't want to say Taysom Hill, but he just kind of comes in and spells Tanny for the most part. And Tannehill has only had 186 attempts on the season. He was banged up a little bit, but still kind of a meh quarterback. Robert Woods is their leading receiver with 266 yards, which again, for how shitty the Packers season has gone, Uh, 266 yards for their leading receiver. That is less than Alan Lazard, Robert Tunyon, and Romeo Dubs for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, They have their rookie, Traylon Burks, who should play in this game, the rookie out of Arkansas. He was one of the names we were looking at a lot in the draft, a very talented receiver, but he's been banged up a bit. Uh, Austin Hooper is their tight end. He's still playing. We'll see if he still has anything left in the tank. Uh, And once again, Derrick Henry is still good, averaging 4.6 yards. Uh, Defense, not a lot of names to talk about, um, but obviously still a pretty, you know, at least average defense. They get some pressure. Uh, They're middle of the pack in INTs, but they do force one turnover per game, which is top 10 in the NFL. Uh, Danico Autry leads the team with seven sacks. Jeffrey Simmons, Rashad Weaver each have five and a half and Demarcus Walker has three and a half. So they have a couple guys up front who cause a lot of pressure. Um, Yeah, should be an interesting game. Another do or die game. Uh, I mean, not dead, dead, but if we win this game, I think we'll really be looking good, especially with a Thursday game, uh, having the extra couple days off to have another W to stack
0: and then rest would be cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to going to the game, obviously. Yes. But I'm looking forward now, like we talked about, to going to a game that fucking matters. Right. You know? Yeah. That's the biggest thing. It
1: is funny because for how much we paid for these stupid tickets, like it was, I mean, we're, what, 40-yard line, like you're like
0: row two or three or something. Row four, and like the other group, half of the group is at like row 26. Yeah. Yeah. And we paid like 400 fucking bucks for these tickets. Well, no, that's why I got ours different. Because Clark, or sorry, someone, wanted to buy eight of them together. or. Anyway, no, we got ours for three hundred bucks. Yes. Closer. Yes. Either way, um, I,
1: I, where, I don't know where I was going for this. Oh, we paid a premium price when we shouldn't have, but at least we're getting more of a premium game because it's so important. Uh, Vrabel, their head coach, he's pretty too. I wonder if there's. It's kind of funny we have the Rogers versus McCarthy last week, and now it's Vrabel versus Mc uh, Lafleur. Lafleur was his offensive oh, coordinator. Oh wow, that's cool. Back in the back of the day, I think uh, Kyle Shanahan would be a more a bigger rival, but. Ray Ball is a big football guy. I feel like he like bullied or called floor nerd back in the day. I, <laughs> that's probably not accurate. That's another, you know, bad reporting versus opinion type deal. But should be a good game. I don't know. It's I really hate the Titans jerseys more than anything, so that gives me a bad feeling, but I'm looking Are they going to for-
0: wear their blue?
1: I, I don't know if, if that's it's been white confirmed out. Are, are the yet.
0: Packers going to wear white then, right?
1: Well, the Packers will wear white, which is rare, like we've talked about before. Yeah. Usually the away team wears white, but no. They're, so, yeah, the Titans will wear, if rather, their grays or probably the blues then. Cool. It'll but be a
0: fun, cool looking.
1: I don't know if there's a better looking jersey combo than the Packers versus Cowboys, which we had last yeah. week, but this will be, this will, I don't know. It's different. It's a Thursday night jersey game, at least. But, Andrew, do you have any other
0: thoughts? Sh- thoughts well, on this game i got my quick shithead sharps bet yes and uh i, I don't want to touch any derrick henry rush yards mm-hmm. well that's okay, at 99 so, so you're looking at player props this player week? props this week okay. yeah because you know wisconsin oneida they got him. Uh, we can just go put him in, yes, eight minutes away from Lambo, which there is cool, you go. yes. Um, but anyway, yeah, so player props. Derrick Henry's like 99 yards. I mm-hmm. don't, I could go either way, it's about his average. And against RD, you know, you'd like yeah, to say yeah, the I'd under, probably, probably take the over, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I do like his over on reception yards, they're putting him at nine and a half, yeah. And he's he averaging doesn't... well, he's out. he's got he gets, some weeks, he gets five, five catches, yeah. I mean, he's got three games this year with over five, five or more catches, yeah, you know, and he's averaging two, two and a half, three. Um, so my point is I, I think he's going to rush for, or not rush, sorry, receive for over over nine and a half. Nine and a half. I I think that's a no brainer. Okay. Okay.
1: We'll see. I've, yeah, I've always teased those, the AJ Dillon, like over nine receiving yards and that's really bit me in the butt. this Yeah. But okay. That's fine. Uh, With that, Andrew, do you have any other thoughts on this game or do you have your score prediction?
0: I'm just excited to go. Um, and I, I do have my score prediction. Cool. Yeah. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Cool. That's why I brought it up. That that totally makes sense. Cool. Um, staying true to the spread and and, and what they're expecting, I, I'm just gonna gonna go for 24 to 17 pack.
1: All right, that's a good score. That score makes a lot of sense. I have a very similar score. I have a score of 24 to 22. The Tennessee Titan, Titans beating the Green Bay Packers. I picked the Packers to lose last week. That seemed to work. So I'm going to keep rolling with it. Uh, 22, obviously not a number that comes up a lot. But again, a Thursday game, Titans, weird jerseys, defensive team, Packers still kind of figuring out what they are. Maybe we'll get a weird, a couple weird plays from weird scores. So yeah. that's what I have. Uh, Andrew, what is your bold prediction for
0: this game? My bold prediction is that we hold Derrick Henry to under 50 rushing yards.
1: Oh, OK. That's actually a bold yeah. prediction for once for you. Mm-hmm. Very good. OK. Thought about it.
0: So, my bold prediction,
1: as we've you know said too many times at this point, we will be at this game. Another game I was at was back in, uh, was it 2016? Yeah, I think it was 2016. The Packers playing the New York Giants in the wildcard round. Oh, man. The I remember playoffs. watching that game. Randall Cobb had two touchdowns, I believe. One was the Hail Mary at the end of the half. So... With him coming back being activated today, which we had not mentioned. So he will play on Thursday. It's looking like I have Randall Cobb scoring two touchdowns once again. I would love to see that. I would too. He seems to be a cool guy. And Do he's you put a Christian player.
0: Watson in a lineup for FanDuel? Yeah.
1: I don't know. Probably. How yeah. could you not? At this right. Point? At the, uh, you got to, gotta, yeah. Yes. But with that, that's all I have for this game. Everyone's favorite part of the episode. If you could please leave a five star review, that would be cool, or a five star rating, either or. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. That's cool, too. If you want a koozie, email us on pmppodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter, pod. You can follow us there as well. And, uh, yeah, we'll send you a free koozie. If you re- give us a review or whatever, take a screenshot, send it to us. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll be at the game on DM Sunday. us some
0: uh, tailgating recommendations, you uh, know? We don't need that. I might, just in case. We're going with Clark. That's who, fair. Who we already have a friend. Pre- yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: So with that... I do not have anything else, Andrew. Uh, I don't know. I don't you know. Intelligent Cheers. being, do you have yes. anything else?
0: No, no. Let's let's uh, let's see. Let's see the game. Perfect. Go back. Well,
1: wow. stirring words.
0: From uh-huh. and with that, Eric I'm just Cus- excited. We leave in like 12 hours. Uh, 16 hours. 16 yes. hours. And
1: I'm going on a tour with uh, Antonio Freeman. Yes, he wished tomorrow. my father a
0: happy birthday. Actually, um, um,
1: cameo on cameo. Yeah, Ooh, put that together. I did. Okay, oh that yeah, makes sense. Yep. With that, Eric Hoskinen, please don't sue us. I worked all here, I worked all money, then they took my money away, now I
0: don't care. Because they ain't working like me down here. Andrew, hello. Hi. Andrew, you are back. I am, I am back. How was... Las Vegas It was really The first We were there for Three nights The mm-hmm. first two nights Were bad They mm-hmm. were fun But they were bad Why is this? Lost the money The money The money was lost mm-hmm. Yes uh, well, Gambling we perhaps? On gambling We did a thing And it's I try to be responsible So I'm like Hey I'm gonna take out X amount of money mm-hmm. And I'm gonna spend this money Throughout the trip No one ever goes back To the ATM And you know Naturally I'm drinking plenty mm-hmm. And all that money Was gone <laughs> By like 8 p.m. Anyway, we got it all back. Uh, and it was bizarre, but also the floor of the casino we were at. Mm-hmm. And we, mind you, we've been there all weekend. Mm-hmm. They literally came up to us, oh and we God. just looked like hungover pieces of <laughs> shit. Like, Rightfully so. Like, we're not like looking like quality humans yeah and they're like oh are you guys professionals and I thought they were joking so I kind of raised <laughs> my like fucking I'm drinking like Bailey's on the rocks and uh-huh. I had two beers I'm like just you know like just kind of drinking Bailey's
1: a... on the rocks yeah it was
0: like 4 is p.m. That a thing people do I don't know I was doing it it was 4 p.m. and but I was like hungover and I was like fuck it this is gonna be able to you know <laughs> coat my stomach is mm-hmm. my thought process like dairy so, it's and he's like, are you a professional? And my brother looked over like laughing because he's at the table too. He's like, what? Mm-hmm. And, you know, knowing me, I'm not anything professional. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm like, what do you mean a professional? He's like, well, you just told that guy that he should play his queen eight suited because he's 63% to hit a flop. I'm like, well, he's like, how do you know that? I'm like, or hit a pair on the flop. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, because it's just, it's the math. You can look it up online. He's like, I don't know. That seems kind of you know i don't know and he like stood there and watched us for like the next three hours <laughs> oh my and God. i kid you not and alexis was getting kind of what mad are playing blackjack no we're playing ultimate which is like a carnival game it'd be like it's literally like 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 they give you a poker hand and they give the uh dealer a poker hand and whoever has the best hand wins there's no like 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 bluffing <sighs> yeah, there's yeah. no like it's no there's no the guy was just like dumb
1: Andrew, what quarterback who played for the Titans and won Rookie of the Year was with the Packers in the 2013 training camp?
0: Tim Tebow. Oh, my God.
1: Andrew. Andrew.